UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Good afternoon. Have a question? Raise your hand and we'll get started here. Chris, I'll start with you. Coach, can you talk about Jake McCurry's play on special teams on Saturday and throughout the season? Yeah, uh, it's been good. You know, he was in there and uh, a lot of, been in there for a lot of big plays by the unit. Um, you know, he got his battlefield promotion in the Notre Dame game and uh, has not given it up. Right next to him, John. Coach, just to follow that up, special teams play in general seems to continue to have an impact. How would you assess all your special teams this Really good. Um, consistently good, plus they made the big play on ev- every phase. Um, turn for touchdown, um, tackles inside the 20, um, turnovers on on the punt, uh, scoring uh, on the kickoff return. So it's and the punt return, really good. And and, and making the big plays can't ask for anything more than that. Next to Steve. Jim, can you talk about what you see from Rashawn Gary and how he prepares during the week? and also the intensity that it gives you in practice? It's at the highest level, Steve. Uh, his preparation during the week, his intensity in practice, uh, every day. Uh, you know, such a great example for the rest of the players on the team. Gee, I want to, be his, I want to play like Rashawn Gary. How do I go about that? Study Rashawn, see how he approaches his his workouts, his practice, you know, the meetings, and you're going to see it at the highest level. So, yeah, it's a it's a great you know position to be in as a coach to say, okay, look at your best player, look how he he prepares. Thought if you may, you know, do like Rashawn. You know, it's pretty, makes it pretty pretty good to use him as an example. Coach, all the way to your left, Larry. Coach, you know about the contributions you get from uh, Devin Bush Jr. on the field and, and how needed it is for you that his, his father is uh, part of the staff as well? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's great. The contributions have been great. His play, his work ethic, um, his leadership, his enthusiasm, all, all at the highest level. And just as... My dad was a coach, and Devin's dad's a coach. Uh, you know, that's I, I I get sentimental about that. I, I think that's really cool. I like it when uh, when dads and their sons can can be together and uh, you know share something as as big as this. And he um, was his high school coach. Um, they won state championship. Uh, you know, now they're to, now they're together in college and. And both, and they're both right, equal right. I mean, uh, Devin Bush Sr. is an excellent football coach, and, um, and Devin Bush is, Jr. is an excellent football player. Uh, but it's, you know, it's awesome, you know. I get the opportunity to do that with my son, Jay, you know. Uh, we've had other – Jim McElwain's son is here working too. Um, there's – all kind of cool connections like that. Uh, yeah, that's 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 neat to 
Hewlett's, you know, played with Rich Hewlett and John Wangler and see their sons being here. And a lot of examples. We had a lot of examples of that around the, uh, the building. But, yeah, none more has more impact on our team than Devin Bush, senior and junior. In the back, Adam. Uh, yesterday, you played eight reserve offensive linemen. Was this a case of just kind of opportunity for them, or are that many guys ready for, for game time play? Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good opportunity to you know play the offensive linemen. I, mean, I think really the only because um, you have Jalen Mayfield, who's a true freshman. You know, he's playing. He's playing all year, so uh, that's uh, that's good. And then a lot of the sophomore linemen, you know, getting, getting them who registered last year now getting their opportunity, and it's nice to see their progress. So, But take, you know, take the opportunity to get guys in games uh, and get them, get them playing time. Where would, you, where would you gauge the progress right now through, through four games? Of the, I know we've talked a lot about the offensive line this year. Where would you gauge... Not only the progress of the starters, but of the depth as well. Very good. I mean, I would give the uh, doing very well. And then, also, I mean, we want to prove everywhere, Adam. I mean, every every phase of our football, we want we're we're still striving for improvement, and uh, you know, want to see gains that in all phases, including special teams, who's uh, you know they're doing a you know, hey, we're you could even say they're doing great, and uh, you know now if we could just block a you know a field goal, uh, or if we could you know um, continue to improve. So every, at every every phase of the football, including the offensive line, special teams, we want to defense everything. We want to keep getting better. We want to be better today than we were yesterday. We want to be better tomorrow than we were today. All the way to your left, Casey. Jim, kind of elaborating on that, just talk about um, Quinn Nordine and how, how, how he has done these last few weeks. Well, he's done good. He's made the field goals. Um, and a uh, couple – nice to see under – you know, that they were big field goals. You know, one in the, in the SMU game, made it a three-score game, 45, 46-yard 45, field goal to come back this week, get a 50-yarder. Um, you know, raises everybody's uh, – you know, confidence and good to see him go out there and bang it and didn't didn't hesitate in making the making the call for him to go out and kick it and and then he comes through. That's it's good, you know. Thanks. Over here to your right, Chris. Did you consider maybe letting him try the fifty nine yarder before the half? Any thought on that at all? And what's his range, would you say, what where you would feel comfortable letting him kick? Yeah, uh with the fourth down, you know, decided to take, had the two options, take the shot, um, you know, for the end zone and, or try the, the 58, 59-yard field goal. I was, um, I liked them both, you know, and uh, decided to go with, uh, you know, throw the, uh, throw the deep ball, max protection, and, uh, and throw that. And, of course, you know, when I came in from halftime, man, I should have, should have let him rip, rip a, a long field goal. You know, that would have been the, that would also have been the time to do that. So, uh, yeah. What did you see in the play that Nico? Looked like he. Looked like he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Jim, we knew uh, Donovan was making progress last year, progressing in this year. Is this an example now of a guy who's truly confident in what he's doing and his athleticism is sort of taking off with it? Yeah, he's a great example of um, I just talked about after the game how, how much work the guys are putting in and and how much it's paying off. He's prime example of that. I mean, just every single day he's, he's uh, working, paying attention. I mean, in meetings, I mean, can't ask for a better guy to coach. I mean, true gentleman and, and, uh, and you know, a lot of, along the lines of Rashawn, uh, you know, that takes that same approach. His blocking is really, was really, has really been physical and uh, setting a great example. Um, Doing a fabulous job. So is Nico Collins. Uh, you know both those guys, and it's uh, you know a great example for guys like Oliver Martin and Ronnie Bell, and, and um, you know Grant Perry does as well. I mean, it's just he's, uh, those guys are real workers. So you know it's not a lot of receivers right now, but um, but uh, not very many. You know, but. Uh, that's also a testament to how hard those guys are working. I mean, that's the same thing in practice. They, they're getting a lot of reps, and and um, you know they're getting a lot of a lot of playing time, and and um, you know they've really gotten themselves in great shape, and and uh, contributing you know greatly. So it's small small group in terms of numbers, but uh, you know they're doing a large job. Is he, we see Tariq's off the crutches and has been for a little bit. Is, mm-hmm. is he going to see the doctor at the soon? Do you know any more on that? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's rehabbing good. Um, his doctor um, will be coming into town when the Packers play the Lions. I think he's got a, a scheduled appointment then to take a look at it, and that you know could have some could have some good news at that point. But uh, things look really good yeah, the way he's progressing. Your left, Coach Aaron. Yeah, the home update on Chris Evans and the Queen Pay came out of the game in the fourth quarter. Is he, is he okay, or what's his status? Um, no, I don't have an update on on uh, Quiddy, and not really one on on Chris because it's it's uh, you haven't seen him, hasn't practiced, or we haven't done anything on the field yet. So don't know exactly where that's going to be today. To your left, uh, Larry. Um, what do you think are the pluses and minuses of the new uh, red shirt rule? You know, that allows you to keep your red shirt uh, after playing three or four games. I don't. I think it's all plus. I don't see any minuses. Like some people are transferring. You know, I mean, people are transferring with or without that rule, but kind of unintended consequence of you play a little, some games and then transfer that year and then go play somewhere else. I see downside in that. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't see minuses to you know anything about the new transfer rule. A couple, couple more. That's good for the players. Stand in front here, Cody. You talk a lot about Zach Gentry's path to this point, but why do you see a guy you wanted to pursue in the first place when he was uh, originally committed to Texas? Because um, really was looking for another quarterback. We we didn't have a real. We weren't a lot of depth at quarterback when we first got here. I mean, um, so Alec Malzone was already signed by the previous staff, and 
and tried to get on a lot of quarterbacks at that time. And, and Zach was really the only one that that uh, wasn't committed somewhere else. And yeah, there was some interest from other quarterbacks, but uh, you know, his was the most, and and um, he was the he was the best one that you know we were able to uh, you know to, to get. And uh, and then um, you know, not foreseeing that he'd be a tight end, but. I mean, the way he's playing at tight end is, is just dramatically good. Uh, the blocking this week was all the tight ends were good. Uh, Gentry, McKean, and uh, Eubanks both both played extremely well. That's a that's a formidable group now. Um, so it's great to see. Great to see Jake Butt doing so well, too. I see uh, him catching balls every week. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're... they're they're really playing well, that, that group of tight ends, and blocking really well. This is mm, – still want to see improvement. But if we could just um, – but it's really good, you know, good – tight ends are doing a really good job. Sean Moore is doing a heck of a job coaching. This has been a, been one of those one of those hires that you're just so proud of that one. Back right here, Adam. Do you see any parallels in the way that you're using the, the freshman class this year? And I'm looking back at 2016, and we saw a handful of guys in 2016 who came out some comparisons. Aiden Hutchinson's, uh, you know, he's playing a really you know, upper class level right now. I mean, he's a true freshman. He's, he's doing extremely well. Um, and there's uh, others. You got you to look at Christian Turner for the first time this past week. I mean, he's, he's really uh, going to be doing well. Um, so, I mean, those, the, guy, the freshmen that are able to play are, are playing, but. Uh, I'd say the difference between 2016 and this year is, um, you know, we know that in 2016 we had to get young guys playing because there was going to be so many, so much graduation in the senior class that year. So we tried to, you know, really made it a point of emphasis to get as many freshmen as we could playing because we knew they'd have to be playing the the following year. I remember counting it. I was, okay, now we're up to 15. Now we're up to 17. Now we're up to 20. 22, you know, but uh, I'm not, I'm not, haven't kept track of it, uh, you know, this year. So, um, more of the eye on. Uh, I'd like to get some guys some experience playing, but uh, also redshirt them, you know, if we can. So, you know, with the new rule, having four games, you know, the really very conscious about that. Um, so, I don't know if I answered your question at all on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Last question here in the front, Nick. Jim, uh, when uh, Sione was here in 2015, Huma, you guys used him, ended up using him more as, you know, he did everything for you guys, fullback, he can play. Tailback. Backfield, ran, ran routes, everything. Yeah. Do you see that future for, for Ben at, at some point here? I know you got Chris and Cron and Eden True, but yeah. do you see that transition for him being more of a more dynamic and what you can do with 
Um, I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, we've already seen it, so and I've seen it work pretty good. So yeah, that's uh, definitely on on the. It's an option every week. Thanks, everyone. We'll have players out here in a little bit. Okay, thanks. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.